0: think we are going to talk about today from your suspicions and from the trend of what we've been talking about here on this broadcast and if you're a member of worship harvest across the board god has been teaching us about one of those powerful tools and keys that open doors for us into supernatural access and acceleration uh in the spirit today as i was driving to work i was thinking about how i used to spend about one and a half hours driving from here to my home in Nigeria because of traffic and then one day uh, Pastor Angela said to me, but you know, there's a short route. You'll get to your home under 10 minutes I was like you're kidding. Let me tell you what happened <laughs> I actually ended up getting to my home under 15 minutes through a little route that had always been there But I didn't know and that's the thing that we are talking about is that there are things that can accelerate you There are things that can move you forward. There are things that can take you to the next level. And those are the things that I want us to talk about today. Um, so, we've, yes, we're going to talk about honor. Last week, I, sh- I-, I shared with you, again, I had the privilege and honor of being on this broadcast, and I shared with you about the power of honor, the power of honor, and how just honor accelerated people. We talked about Jacob and how God got stew delivered a nation to this man that in honoring his father with God's stew, a blessing was released that created an entire nation that is still going on right now. We also then went into the story of Elijah and the widow at Zarephath, who gave the very thing because Elijah could not, he knew that the word of God could not be effective in the life of this woman unless he ate of something that she had brought. And you know, in Proverbs, it talks about how a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before greatness. Did you know that? That your gift, and thats they're not talking about your talent, taranta, singing, dancing. Yeah, that can make room for you. But what that scripture is talking about is actually a gift substance. And so today we are going to continue talking about that. But today, I, I the, the, the story that's been on my heart is the story in 2 Kings chapter 4. Yeah, we have to go back a little bit. 2 Kings chapter 4. Uh, let's see from what verse we'll be looking. Second Kings chapter four. Uh-huh. From verse eight, okay. Second Kings chapter four from verse eight. Before we go to Second Kings chapter four, verse eight, because today I want to talk about when you honor the anointing on the life of someone, what happens when you honor the anointing uh on the life of uh, now i'm not talking about spiritual leaders because some of you all of us here i hope you have spiritual leaders and if you do then you are blessed because there is a there is a key to acceleration through these people um before we go there i want to show you something that jesus said in matthew chapter 10 verse 40 to 41 Matthew chapter 10 verse 40 to 41 okay he says he this is Jesus Christ himself he says he who receives you he's telling his disciples he who receives you receives me and he who receives him and and he who receives me receives him who sent me first stop for a moment and think about what that what that scripture is saying that he who receives a man or woman who God has sent receives Jesus Christ in essence And he who receives Jesus Christ receives the Father who has sent him. In other words, in receiving men and women of God, we receive God himself. I don't know how else to put it. Yes, God is with you. He's in you. There's a difference between that and actually receiving. In other words, these people have the power to pronounce certain things and move you in your life faster than you would trying to only go through God himself personally. That God has created things, uh, pathways in the spirit Think about Timothy and Paul. Paul without Timothy would have been a young man grown up in faith, but he would not have been a bishop as a young man. But because he met Paul, he was accelerated in the spirit and he's mentioned in the Bible. We read about him because he was, he, he, his life was connected to a certain man of God. This is Jesus saying, he who receives you receives me that when i receive a man of god i receive jesus christ in essence in other words that's why some of them they pronounce words over our lives and things we've read in the bible but have not worked for us become accelerated because a man of god who has come into our life has spoken them why would god send samuel to anoint david as king why wouldn't david just be anointed why wouldn't god appear to him in the wilderness and anoint him why would god send samuel to anoint david as king because he needed a man of god to speak over his life you think about elijah and elisha i know i'm going all over the place but i'm going somewhere stick with me elijah and elisha elisha was a farmer a guy who took care of his father's oxen he was a normal guy he meets elijah and he perceives that elijah is not an ordinary guy you have to first of all understand the man or woman in your life the moment he perceives that he is not just an ordinary guy he willingly Kills his oxen, gives up everything, follows this man everywhere he goes. Now, you have to understand that this was not, he wasn't a prophet. Elisha wasn't a prophet originally. He was just some guy who kept, now there was a whole camp, there were sons of prophets. The Bible talks about the sons of prophets who are even in a school of prophets, but none of them received the mantle. Because they actually referred to Elisha, Elijah as Elisha's master. To them, he wasn't their master. And you see, the next verse that Jesus talks about in Matthew ten forty tells you what, why it's important how you receive a man of God. That when you receive them a certain way, you receive the, the mantle on their lives and therefore the benefits of that mantle. These are spiritual things. They are not normal, so they don't make sense naturally okay there are positions in the spirit we are not equal your parents are not equal to you in the spirit your parents have the capacity whether they are good or bad spiritual or unspiritual to release long life and a good life over you you can't release it over yourself we are not equal in the spirit there are men and women of god who god has placed in your life right now shepherds who are supposed to lead you to green pastures who are supposed to make you lie down in those green pastures but when you disconnect yourself from those men and women of god and not receive them with the understanding that there's something in your life you cannot receive the reward over there lives because listen to the next scripture so if you're here and you don't have a shepherd you don't have a place where you know that this is my man or woman of God let me tell you there are things in your life that will remain difficult but when you tie yourself to a person who has already received a certain mantle in the spirit guess what you accelerate your life you receive the mantle on their life you receive the reward on their lives God in his wisdom will choose a person when you look at them they are not much But in the spirit, be very careful because who God has elevated in the spirit, who God has decided to work through in the spirit, you dare not touch. You dare not, you know, you dare not underestimate. I'll give you an example. I wish I could do exactly what a certain man of God I was watching, you know, it demonstrated about the anointing. Because he said that, you see, when God says, touch not the anointed, he's not just talking about the person. When you touch an anointed man, you touch the anointing. I want you to visualize this. I want you to imagine. I wish I had, but I'm not going to do it. If I had a bottle of oil and I poured it over myself, because this man of God poured oil over himself. But let's imagine that this paper is oil that I've poured oil over me. Do you see this? Imagine this is oil, okay? Are Are you using your imagination? Imagination? You're imagining that this is oil. You've poured it over me. This is the anointing. When you slap here, what are you slapping? Are you slapping me? You're slapping the anointing. And if this was oil, it would come on your hand. The anointing being the Holy Spirit. But when you touch me, if I'm the anointed one of Christ, you're not touching me. You're touching the anointing. So when you receive, he who receives... Now, let's first finish this scripture. B3, you're going ahead of yourself, okay? He who receives you, receives me. And he who receives me, receives him who sent me. Verse 41. He who receives a prophet... In the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. That is where we are going to concentrate on today. He who receives... Now, let me tell you, for example, I might be a prophet. But if to you, I am just your sister. I am just your OG. I am just the girl who you remember from primary school. I am just your neighbor. Oh, I am just a righteous woman, a sweet righteous woman who does the things of God who you really admire. All you will receive from me is a righteous man's reward. I will be a peaceful person who whose company you enjoy. When I speak words over you, they will not be effective. Why? You've not received me as a prophet. When I say something, you, don't, you think, ah, because she knows my situation, that's why she said those words. But if you receive me as a prophet, you will receive the reward of the prophet. What is the reward of the prophet? When they say things in your life, they come to pass. When they speak words, why? You receive them as if it were God himself speaking. So how are you receiving the men and women of God, who God has placed in your life? Some of them are your siblings. Some of them are your cousins. Some of them are people who you paid school fees for. Some of them are your children. Some of them are people who you've helped financially. But you see, you must be able to recognize that there is something on their life. When you recognize something on their life, you start to treat them that way and you receive what is on their life. Let me tell you something. You can live with a prophet in your home and never receive a prophet's reward. I'm going to tell you a quick story. May God help us to get into our scripture for today. I'm going to tell you a quick story. This is a true story told of a a, 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 a couple in Nigeria. Okay, This is a man of God. was leading a church where people were experiencing incredible financial breakthrough he was praying for people in his church they would get incredible financial breakthrough unmatched ridiculous okay but there was something strange in his own home they were struggling financially one of those days as he's preaching i don't remember if it was that he was preaching from this specific scripture he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward i don't know if that's what he was teaching from but as he taught His wife immediately received a revelation. She realized, now I know why my family is stuck. I have never received my husband as a man of God. I've never received my husband as a prophet in my own home. So as the husband was preaching and this thing hit the wife, you know what she did? She stood up in the middle of the service and you know how they sit in the front and she walked out. The man thought, my family must be falling apart. My wife has just walked out in the middle of a sermon. She walked out and went home and did what Esther did. She prepared a meal fit for a prophet and a man of God. And when her husband came home, because he finished the service and rushed home to see what was wrong, the moment the husband got home, his wife knelt down on on her feet and said, Man of God, bless me. Bless me, man of God, that my family and I may also receive financial prosperity. The man was shocked, but he knew that his wife had received a revelation. That to her, this was no longer her husband. Because you see, the more familiar you are with someone, the less the less uh, the less possible it is for you to receive the reward on their life. Because all you see is your person, your sibling, your cousin, your friend, your husband, your wife. But that's a man, a woman of God. And you know what? You will not be able to receive the reward on your life on their lives. She knelt down, her husband, but now who she recognized as the man of God in her life, as a prophet in her home prayed over her and guess what weeks later their financial situation started to turn around i know someone who in my life right now who for the longest time has been married to a man of god but she didn't a hundred percent receive him as her man of god and she understood it recently and did something about it. She went and sowed seed into her, him and then started to do whatever he said. The woman has accelerated in two months. Like It's like, she has, it's like suddenly what you're able to do in a year she has started to just done in two months. Because she recognized that from today she doesn't even call him by his name anymore. She refers to him by his spiritual title. I have learned that let me tell you those of us who are close to men and women of God we are the biggest disadvantage because others are receiving from them but for you you're not recognizing that this is not my brother this is not my sister this is not my cousin this is not my son or daughter I know parents recently who asked their children from this church who are pastors to go and bless them they knelt down and their children blessed them those are parents who have recognized that these children of ours are not just kids here there is a mantle on their lives there is a there is an unknown Pointing on their lives we must recognize it look at two chronicles 20, 2020 it's easy to remember so they rose early in the morning and went out in the wilderness of Hoshaphat stood and, and Jehoshaphat stood and said Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Hear me, or whoever it is that is watching right now. Hear me. Listen, listen to me. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Have you heard that? If you believe in God, you will be established. You'll be strong. Then he says, believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. Do you know what is going to lead you into prosperity? It sounds strange. you know what is going to lead you into prosperity? A man or woman of God. When God wants to move you to the next level, he uses someone. Those of you who have said, for me, I'm submitted to God and God alone. You are foolish. You are deceived. You are deceived and you need to get undeceived. When God wants to move you to the next level, guess what? He uses a man or a woman. When God wanted to save the whole world, he used a woman's womb. And he had a man come in the form of a man and God and live among us and die as a man. When the enemy also wants to destroy you, he cuts you off from certain men or women and then ties you to a phantom man or woman. He brings an independent spirit in you. The Lord has given you shepherds after his own heart that they may establish you. let Let me just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if we'll end up in that story of the Shunammite woman, but it is well. Okay, It is well. Jeremiah As the scriptures come to me, I'll go there. Jeremiah 3, 15. Jeremiah 3, 15 says, And I will give you shepherds according to my heart. Are you listening to me, child of God? And I will give you shepherds according to my heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Have you heard? God has brought shepherds into your life. Do not despise them. Some of you have shepherds in your own family, pastors in your family, pastors in your in your extended in your family, priests. God has given you shepherds, pastors in your or communities, pastors in your churches. Some of you are not in any church. You're not submitted anywhere. You're here and there. You listen to broadcasts. You're everywhere. You're not going to be established. Listen, he says that, I will give you shepherds after my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding and see what happens next. Then it shall come to pass. What will happen? You will be multiplied and increased in the land in those days. You want to multiply and increase? God has given you shepherds. Recognize. You see, the thing is that they can be there just because you have a shepherd. Uh, it, it, you may not increase and multiply. Why? You must recognize that that is my shepherd. And then you start to follow them. You start to follow them. You start to follow them. Who are the shepherds in your life? Who are the prophets that God has placed in your life? Do you receive them as prophets? Or you're receiving them as friends? Siblings? Who are, who are those people in your life who you need to recognize? And I'm going to show you how you recognize them. First of all, recognize them is, is, is a matter of the heart. But there is something extra you can do. There is something extra you can do that, that I'm going to talk about today that moves you from just one level to another. Did you remember what I read for you in 2 Chronicles 2020? That believe the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe his prophets and you will prosper recognize them recognize the men and women of god who god has placed in your life that are supposed to help you move from one level to another give up the lie that for you you are under god and god alone god leads through shepherds he has given you shepherds after his own heart they will feed you what will they feed you on knowledge and understanding and then you will be multiplied and then you will increase in the land you must recognize them if you don't recognize them guess what you will not receive them because jesus said he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. If you have no prophet in your life, no wonder you have no rewards of prophets, no results of the prophetic. If you have no, no one who can speak into your life, who can't tell you what to do, your shepherd. some of them look like your friends. You have too much access to them. But you must recognize that this person is not ordinary in my life. They, they might be ordinary to someone else. You see, your shepherd may not be my shepherd. Not a, no, a sheep doesn't follow every shepherd in the world. They have their shepherd. God has placed people in your life right now who are going to accelerate you, who are going to move you to the next level, but you must recognize them, child of God. So when you recognize them, what do you need? What do you need when you recognize them? Like, like Pastor Emma says, you respond appropriately. Let me show you one of the most appropriate responses that, that, that God has given us as, as, as a way to just quickly be accelerated, okay? Galatians 6, 6 galatians 6 6 says let him who is taught the word because shepherds i showed you shepherds teach you the word right they teach you they teach you the word they feed you with knowledge and understanding those are your shepherds that's why you shouldn't be drinking from have 25 shepherds you, you listen to 25 teachers every week find one or two or three and stick with them stick with them and see your life get accelerated let him who is taught the word who teaches you the word Share in all good things with him who teaches. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. And then he says, do not be deceived. In other words, you can be deceived to think that I can recognize my shepherd, but I do not share with them in all good things. Your substance, your shepherd, you need to sow into that. He says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows. Here we go again. That he will also reap. Sow into the spirit. Sow into the teaching. Sow into the the, the 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 instruction of your, of your of your shepherds. You know, he says, whatever a man sows that he will also reap. Then he says, for he who sows to his flesh. In other words, if you eat everything, you receive. If you eat everything, you receive he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption at the end of the day all those things will not they don't add value to you if you think about it if you buy another car mm -hmm. you buy another house mm -hmm. you buy but there's a place in which you can sow and reap different results he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life what is the things of the spirit of the spirit is the word of god in john 663 john writes and says that it is the spirit who gives life the flesh profits you nothing what does the world chase the flesh You should chase the spirit. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Let me tell you, the one who ministers the spirit to you is your teacher, your shepherd. That one, you should sow into the word. You're not sowing into them. You're sowing into the word, the anointing, the mantle on their life. And guess what? The things they speak over, you first of all become effective, but also your heart moves towards them. Why? Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If you struggle with recognizing your shepherd properly in your heart, or your parents, start to give towards them your substance. Start to give towards them. Start to give towards them and see what's going to happen. Your heart starts to open up. You start to receive from them. You start to receive effectively the word works in their life. And I'm going to show you a story. I promised you that I would show you a story today. Okay? Is that the only place that we see that instruction? No. Let's go to, is it Second Timothy or First Timothy? We are about to find it. I, 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 sh- I should have written these things down. Mm. I'm looking for it. If you guys know where it is, the double owner, just let me know quickly. I will go there and read it. Mm. Okay, let me find it myself quickly. Double owner. 1 Timothy five seventeen is it? 1 yeah. Timothy five seventeen. Yes. It says, let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor. We've been learning honor. We, we understood that honor is substance. You honor your parents with your substance. You honor the Lord with your substance. He says, let the elders who rule well be counted worthy. Do you see the thing of recognizing again? Are they worthy to you? Or are they unworthy? If you don't see that, that come on, or that come on. usually they look so ordinary and weird actually they don't you know their weaknesses there's nothing that's the thing that treasure is in, an, is in an earthen vessel Two corinthians 4 7 that we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of god and not of us let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor especially those who labor in the word and doctrine is it saying especially those who labor in in human resource those who, especially those who labor in accounts especially those who labor in agriculture especially those who labor in what in the word do you know that the word is labor is a place of labor the word and doctrine yes and he says the scripture says you shall not muzzle the ox when he treads out the grain the labor the laborer is worthy of his wages and then verse 19 do not receive an accusation against an, an elder except from two or three witnesses i mean This is not the only way. First of all, when you recognize that there is something on the life of a person, eh? you can't speak ill of them. Don't catch yourself. You can't. You can't speak ill of them. Don't touch the anointed of the Lord. That's where the recognition comes from. When you hold someone in high regard, you can't talk about them negatively. So that's a matter of the heart. But how do you help your heart to move there? Substance. Substance. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. Do you have prophets around you right now who you need to recognize in your heart to recognize that "Eh, this person is not an ordinary person in my life. God has placed them in my life for my promotion, for my reward, to move me to the next level. God has brought them in my life. I recognize them. I submit myself to their teachings. I honor them with my substance. I obey them in the Lord because I want a promotion. Let me tell you, the life of of a believer is an upside down life. Because the world tells you the older you grow, the more independent you become. The Bible says the opposite. When you grow older, in fact, another leads you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down. Who can make you do something? If you have no one in your life who can make you, you don't have a shepherd. Who can stand before you and say, get back into your marriage. Stop treating your spouse like that. Quit that relationship. And when you're wise, you even get to a point where your shepherd doesn't have to explicitly say, stop this. They can, they can say, I don't know. I mean, I'm not so sure about that career path that you're taking. But let's pray about it. Eh? You will say, wait a minute. I need to hear the Lord properly. Now, some of you wait for God to confirm what the man of God has told you. You're in trouble because God said, I will give you shepherds after my own heart and those shepherds what do shepherds do they guide they lead they nurture so god is trying to guide you through a shepherd you you are going a slower route through trying to hear the lord yourself the king jehoshaphat told the people listen to me in two chronicles 2020 he said to them and maybe that's prophetic The are 2020 you need to stick to the scripture 2020 <laughs> two chronicles 2020 that believe the lord and you'll be established believe his prophets and you'll prosper your prosperity is tied to a man or woman of god believe it or not according to the scriptures your prosperity is tied to a man or woman of god if right now you're feeling like go and look at the scriptures let me show you something i, I promised you that i'll show you something in second kings i know we are, we are almost we're out of time but no. way lunchtime snack let us eat let us eat let me show you a story two chronicles i mean two kings chapter four from verse eight listen now it happened one day that elisha went to shunem where there was a notable woman. Have you heard that? She was notable. May that be said of you. May you be called a notable man or woman in your generation. And she persuaded him to eat some food. <laughs> this woman. So it was as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food. When was the last time you invited a man of God to your home? And, and, and persuaded him or her to eat your food you see what we talked about substance so and she said to her husband now see this woman this man felt so welcome in this home. when your man or woman of god comes recently uh, my friend called a pastor roots preached and powerful someone on how to receive and treat a man or woman of god it was so powerful she had some crazy points but let me tell you something when a man of god comes to your home how do you treat them you and I'm talking about a man of God might be in your family. That's what some of you need to recognize. That this might be your, your, your siblings, your cousins. So when they come, you think that you're, you've received your cousin. You're not wise. That cousin is a woman of God, a man of God. You don't treat them like any normal person who has come to your home. How do you treat them? How do you receive them? How do you serve? Do they feel like they must come back there or they feel like there's this excess weight that came and they should never come back again? Hey, to honor the man of god in your life is to align with the instruments of god's vision yes aligning with god is aligning with the man of god thank you pastor emma that's powerful yes for real you align with the man the shepherd that god has placed over your life let me tell you if i put someone over you and i told you that this person is going to lead you that they are my representative and you continuously refuse to listen to them and you try to come to me you're in trouble because whatever they are telling you is what i've told them to tell you when you hear them, you're hearing me. That's why you should be submitted under a man who is submitted to God, a woman who is submitted to God. But listen to this person, you guys. This woman said to her husband, look now, I know that this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Recognition. She said, I know this is not an ordinary man. This is a holy man of God. But they also Elijah as some, passing, Elisha as some passing guy there. She re- It begins with recognizing that uh, she told her but I know this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Then she says something interesting. Please let us make a small upper room. She even creates a permanent residence for this man of God on the wall. And let us put a bed for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand because she knew this man of God reads this man of god will need a table he'll need a chair he'll need a lampstand so it will be that whenever he comes to us he can turn in there in other words let's make this place a place where the man of god enjoys to be does your shepherd enjoy to be around you or oh, when when every time they're having a conversation with you, it's, it's, it's a difficult conversation. It is when they come to your home, you're, you're, you're tired, you're stressed, you're, you're like, or oh, you're always busy, they can't visit you, every time they try to visit you, you're not available. You know, how is, how, how, do they, this woman understood that this is not an ordinary man, and she said, let's make a permanent residence. See what happened. It happened one day that he came there and turned into the upper room and lay down there. The man of God felt comfortable. Then he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunamite woman. When he had called her, she stood before him. And he said, to her, he, she say, he said to him, say now to her, look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on, behalf, to, on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? She said, I dwell well among my own people. In other words, I don't need that actually. This woman had connections. She wasn't trying to get anything from this man of God. She just recognized this is not a normal man. I need to honor him. And so he said, what is it then that shall be done for her? And Gehazi said, actually, she has no son and her husband is old. So he said, call her when he had called her she stood in the doorway then he said about this time next year do you see she received him in the name of a prophet he just he didn't say i am commanding what he said about this time next year you shall embrace a son and the woman said no my lord man of god do not lie to your maid servant but with a woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time has come of which elisha had told her listen to me child of god this woman received what she could not have received using her connections she was notable she had money she had connections but there is something in her life that was not working that could only work when she connected herself to a man with an anointing to release the supernatural with his words he released her womb to produce child eventually you'll go and read this story on your own she eventually what happens is that her child dies and she goes back to this man of god where she had access your honor gives you access She had access. The man of God came back to her home and raised this boy back to life. There are things in your life that you can do in your own power and strength. You're brilliant. You have connections. I don't know what. You come from a notable family. But there are doors that cannot open in your life that God has reserved, that that he allows a promotion to come through a man or woman of God. If you have no shepherd, you are at a disadvantage. When you receive a prophet in in the name of a prophet, you recognize that gift in them. Oh, they will open doors that your natural connections cannot open for you. But these things are spiritual. Recognize them. Honor them. Allow, because that honor will give you access, not only to the man, but to the mantle and the anointing on their lives. Some of you, I keep getting the sense that some of you, these people are too close. That's why you can't see them. They are relatives. You grew up with them. You know their story. And so you're blinded by that. I know a man of God in this city who told me about how he had a brother, an older brother, who just saw his car brother. Meanwhile, the whole city, people are receiving miracles for him. He's stuck. One day it hit him. There's a man of God in my family. He went to his little brother and knelt down and said, bless me. Took a gift and said, bless me. And this man of God, of course, it always feels strange when you are on the other side being honored. He blessed him and suddenly this man's life and businesses changed. But he had to recognize that this wasn't his brother. This was a man of God with a mantle and an anointing that God in his power decided to put upon him. Do you know that when Jesus went to his hometown, he could not do any miracles there because those people could not recognize him as a man of God? A lack of of recognition blocks the anointing. It's not because the person is not anointed. It's because you don't recognize the anointing on their life. So it can't work for you. Even Jesus, his anointing was neutralized by familiarity. Friends, those of you who have access, don't get familiar. Hold these people in high regard. When they walk into a room, teach yourself to stand up. Teach yourself to not stand in their presence. Yesterday, we went to visit some people, you know, who are older than us. All of us. No one told us we knelt down to greet them. I was with Pastor Angel and Pastor Ari. The moment this woman greeted us, we all knelt down at once. You know, it's to it's to simply to to recognize who you're before who god god has given you a certain gift in, hidden in a man or woman of god recognize that gift recognize that anointing refuse to stand up in their presence refuse to, refuse to speak to them a certain way refuse to get too familiar with them refuse to think when they come to speak to you don't be the one who talks the most when you're with a man of god keep quiet ask questions learn what you can when they share their experience also feel that like you have to share your 25 other experiences This person is elevated in the spirit above you, child of God. Yes, we are are equal as children of God, but they are mantles. They are things you can only receive by recognizing and responding to the anointing. What have I said to you today? Recognize and respond to the anointing that has been placed around you through men and women of God. Remember that your familiarity will, will neutralize the anointing. It won't work for you. If you're familiar with those people, so teach yourself to refuse to be familiar with men and women of God. Recognize, respond, recognize, respond with your treasure, respond with your words, respond with your actions, recognize and respond. Because let me tell you something: if you're familiar, you will neutralize the anointing. Don't know that they are not anointed. It won't work for you. Why? You don't recognize it. You don't respond to it. Friends, They are men and women that God has placed in your life. They are a gift to you. They are an accelerator to you. God has put them there. He has given you shepherds after his own heart that you may increase and multiply. Recognize them. Respond to them. Watch your life. <laughs> get accelerated. Get increased. And get multiplied and remember this is contrary to the wisdom of the world it's contrary it's against it so don't try to understand it with your medulla oblongata no understand by the spirit what god has placed in your life and respond to it and stop running around twenty-five shepherds get one Stick with them, listen to their teachings, give to them, recognize them, honor them, let your shepherd know that they are your shepherd. Go to them, find an appointment. The other day, Apostle Moses said, even if it takes you five months, chase this man or woman of God, refuse to get offended until they eat your food, until they see your face, until they speak some words over you. Don't be a, a phantom sheep. No, be known by your shepherd. And then the way you respond to them will give you more and more access And when God allows you access to them, please, I beg you, don't get familiar. Refuse to get familiar. Recognize, respond, and watch your life accelerate. Because those people are gifts in your life. God bless you. Thank you for joining me. We've gone a little over time, but I think it was worth it. Even me i have been blessed. I believe you've been blessed. Share this link with friends. Listen to it one more time and then what has Jesus said to you? What are you going to do about it? What action are you going to take today to move towards recognizing and responding to the shepherds God has placed in your life? God bless you as you receive a release of things that your natural abilities could never release to you. Just like this notable woman, she needed a man of God who she recognized and responded to to speak a word over her and it came to pass and her womb was opened. May God bless you. May his word work in your life as you respond to it. In Jesus' name, amen. Goodbye.